Hello, you're listening to the C to Z of movies. Uh, my name's Colin, I'm the C, and literally with me is Zijan the Z. Hello, Zijan. Hey, we're on episode 10, Colin. Episode 10, we've made it to double figures. I know, seems like only yesterday we were two guys with a great idea and, and no, how and far no, we've come. <laughs> we used to have a great idea and no podcast. <laughs> <laughs> now we've got a, bo- a podcast and no great we ideas. a theme tune as well. <laughs> and a theme tune, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So we've come very yeah. far. And because it is a, a multiple of five, this episode, you're here in my in my house. Yeah, let's not give them the kind of expectations, Colin. It's, it, I'm not planning to come here every five episodes. That's so it's, it's set in now. <laughs> There's no change in it. So uh, today we're talking about sequels. We're not well, mostly uh, what uh, what we like in a sequel, what kind of films we'd want to see sequels to. So we might not spend too much time talking about actual sequels. It's more hypothetical sequels. There might be some actual sequels, I don't know. Um, we're also going to be... Uh, what are we doing? We're looking at Amy Adams and Ina Fisher films, and there's going to be a zombies quiz for yes. all, all those horror film fans. <laughs> who, <laughs> who are went. listening in to us right now. Here you go. You've been asking for it so much. Yeah. Uh, we might be might be the two people who know least about zombie films <laughs> in the world. But uh, we'll find out just how little when we ask, ask each other questions about those. Um, and uh, yes, we also asked uh, the, the good British public, um, mostly my Facebook friends in fairness, uh, what films they'd like to see sequels to, so we'll be talking about some of those. Yeah. But first it's news. Have you got any news, Dijon? Uh, quite, quite a few. Um, it's been a busy two weeks actually. So the first one is to do with the Black Panther film. Oh yes. So Chadwick Boseman um, of Black Panther fame. Sure. He's, he's in it, is he? Yeah. Wow. He plays Black Panther as well, for those who do not know. Yep. Uh, he, uh, he was giving an update on the upcoming film and he said that um, it's going to be a little grittier. Okay. Yeah. I personally um, am getting tired of the word <laughs> gritty, especially in comic book films because it's being thrown around quite easily yes. nowadays. and. Yes, Batman Superman was supposed to be very gritty, wasn't it? Yeah. Although DC now seems to be saying all their films are a lot lighter and more humorous, so maybe... So uh, less gritty. Yeah. Oh, the, the word is just annoying me. It's going to top my list of words that I hate now. We, sh- we should probably explain to anyone who, who's listening to us who don't know the Marvel films that Black Panther is a, is a Marvel superhero rather than a 1960s civil rights campaigner. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, that's for you, Mum. I'm sure you don't know who Black Panther is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Colin's <it's> Marvel. <laughs> um... I have some exciting Asian cinema news, Susan. That's random. <laughs> it is random. <laughs> the great Jackie Chan, uh-huh. everyone's favourite Asian actor, yeah. is getting an honorary Oscar. Oh, yes. Speaking of Jackie Chan, I've heard they're making um, a sequel, which we were doing on oh, yeah. the... Was it... What's the one with Owen Wilson? Yeah, Shanghai Dawn, the sequel's going to be called. Yeah. Um, so the first one was called Shanghai Noon, which is a clever pun on High Noon. Yeah. The next one's Shanghai Nights, with a K. A clever pun on nights. Yeah. I've not spotted a pun in Shanghai Dawn, but if there is one, then... Uh, Let us know. Yeah. At c2zofmovies.gmail.com That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> is that so, the first time you've been the person saying that, you imagine? Possibly, yeah. But it's behind double digits, Colin. Yeah. You can literally do anything. Wow. So, so what do you think of Jackie Chan? Um, I have seen at least three of his films. Which ones? Um, I've seen uh, one of the Rush Hour, Rush Hour 2, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen bits of one of the Shanghai films, uh-huh. and I've seen Mr. Nice Guy, which I think has the worst acting of any film I've ever seen. Is that the one where he was the the neighbor? Um, of uh, no, he was a he was a, he was a, spot. a, a TV chef. Uh, he, he got caught up in a uh, some sort of smuggling gang or something. Um, it, he is great. I mean, the stunts he does incredible. It's, it's filmed in Australia, and uh, these these are people who couldn't get onto Neighbours. This is uh, oh, but, ouch. Well, basically, you've only seen his English films then. Well, th- this one, Mr. Nice Guy, claimed to be his first ever all English film, which was weird because a lot of it wasn't in English. I don't I don't understand that. In what way was he speaking in? So well, uh, some of them way? spoke to each other in foreign. Um, <laughs> well, foreign comment, really. <laughs> It, it could have been. It could have been um, any of those things you said. <laughs> Mandarin, Cantonese. Who okay. knows? Who knows? But that, doesn't that apply to all his Rush Hour films and all his? Yeah, shows? this is before those. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, yeah. So this was his first foray into an English speaking. That's what it's claiming on the DVD. Um, well, so I've watched Jackie Chan for a while now, and I've seen his old films as well when when he was younger, and in all the old Chinese films where he was playing drunken master. He is a very good action star. Yeah, he really is. His stunts are insanely good he sets the standard for stunts 
And I'm quite glad he's been given an honorary Oscar. So, well. Yeah, because he's never going to get a real one. So, no, I, I, um, yeah, well done, well done, Jackie. Mm. Um, and maybe, uh, maybe Shanghai Dawn will set off a new phase of his career. I doubt it, but yeah, probably not. Good luck, Jackie. <laughs> good luck, Jackie. I have faith in you. Any more news? Uh, yeah. So the next one is also comic book based, really. So I'm. Uh, there's another villain confirmed for Spider-Man. Is there? Coming Spider-Man. Film. Okay. Uh, it's played by Bokeem Woodbine. So I. What? Bokeem. Bokeem Woodbine. Yeah, like B O K W E M. Okay, Bokeem. and Woodbine like the cigarettes. Yeah, but with a B instead of a P. Did you say Woodbine? Woodbine. That's a, that's a that's a brand it's, of cigarette. Yeah, because I smoke so much. Oh <laughs> 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 no. <laughs> Woodbine. Yeah. So um. Yeah, I didn't know who he was when I was looking for it. No. Um, he was star. He started in Fargo. Uh, the TV series okay. not the film and he was in Riddick okay. do you know who he's playing? he's playing the villain called Shocker I'm not sure you know I don't know Shocker, Shocker no. so Shocker is a guy called Herman Schultz okay good name Herman Schultz an engineer and the world's best safe cracker as well who developed a pair of gauntlets designed to shoot air blasts vibrating at high frequencies okay yeah how, how do we know he's the world's best safe cracker? Is there some sort of like international tournament or something? The self, self-proclaimed <laughs> world's best safe cracker. I have no idea how he does it. But he... He can't be... Again, if you crack safe, surely you don't want people to know about it. You're going to go around saying, I'm great at this. He probably said it when he was caught or something. Okay. I don't know, but yeah, his, his vibrations can crumble solid concrete. Can they? Yeah, and cause extensive damage to the human body. So... Spider-Man sometimes has two villains in it. Yeah. Generally, when the film is bad. Yes. So uh, it's for Spider-Man three, obviously, uh, Amazing Spider-Man two. Yeah, three villains in Spider-Man three. Yes, yes, they did. And he had three villains <laughs> in Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man two as well. Did they? Yes, Electro. Yes. The Green Goblin. Yes. And the Rhino. Oh, for, oh, do you count Rhino? Yes. Okay. So there you go. Oh, you think you think Shocker might be a kind of Rhino-esque? No, Shocker would be the second villain. Okay. So, so you need one more. Three villains. Great. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy. Because yeah, Michael Keaton's still playing. Uh, has he confirmed as a vulture now? Yeah, he's yeah. confirmed. He pretty much plays the same character as Birdman, as mentioned. Uh, as Birdman, yes, yeah. I have some more uh, superhero news. Yeah, and, and another name I can't pronounce um, Joe Manganiello yeah, yeah. <laughs> is playing Deathstroke in. Uh, in I, I'm not sure if they've confirmed that it is Ben Affleck's Batman film, have they? It is, it is. Yeah. Um, so Ben Affleck tweeted out um, a. A shaky picture of some test footage of, of Deathstroke yeah. uh, on a well on a monitor, which he then moved the camera around so you could see some cleaning fluid next to it. It was a very strange little video. <laughs> um, so uh, I, I don't think that was Joe M in the suit. Um, I think that was just a kind of guy testing out the suit, probably. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, that'd be interesting. Those of us who stumbled through the first couple of seasons of Arrow mm-hmm. will, will recognise Deathstroke um, as a guy who's face is half orange and half black and that's about it I quite like right. the guy who played um, Deathstroke in, uh, in Arrow though yeah he did a good job but Joe Manganiello I'm trying to make you say that <laughs> right, uh, I've seen if you think he, he had a, a recurring role well he's only a few times um, in How I Met Your Mother um, was he, he? yeah he played Robin's boyfriend for a bit okay he was in True Blood as well that was where he got okay. his fame I think he was a werewolf and he played Flash Thompson in um, the first Spider-Man film. And he's married to Sofia Vergara. There you go. That's all we know about Joe. Wang <laughs> <laughs> Yellow. Yeah, what else? Yeah. He's a yeah. good-looking guy. I think he has um, a build for it. Yeah, he's massive, isn't he? He's, he's huge. huge. But I thought Deathstroke was more lift rather than... I don't know, but he, he reckons like he could, could go uh, head-to-head with Ben Affleck. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, Especially cross-fitting Ben Affleck. Yes. Tire-tugging... Whatever else he does, press ups probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who kills people? Punching walls, kills a lot of people. <laughs> Lots and lots of people. Um, also, one more comic book news oh, yes. for me. Uh, good old Shia LaBeouf. Excellent. Uh-huh. Uh, did you know that he was in the running to star in the Suicide Squad? I vaguely heard that. Yeah, yeah. but Warner Brothers vetoed that inclusion. Is it because he's insane? Possibly, <laughs> but yeah, because LaBeouf uh, starred in David Ayer's Ayer's film, Which Fury. Oh, uh, was that David Ayer was, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So you know, David Ayer did Suicide Squad as well. So obviously, um, they have a kind of bond. 
Yeah, <laughs> not, not enough, obviously. Not enough to overcome. So, what, Rick Flagg was he going to be? No, 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 he was supposed to play a character played, currently played by Scott Eastwood. Oh, uh, Lieutenant G. Yeah, he did, he did nothing. Yeah, he did nothing, but the role was supposed to be much larger okay. if Shia LaBeouf joined. But once Will Smith came in to, um, to play Deadshot, Everyone was all about Will Smith because <laughs> everything's always about Will Smith in every of his films. If there's anything we've learned from this, uh, from the Cedar Zed of movies, is that Cedar does not like Will Smith. Oh, uh, yeah, what do you think if Shia LaBeouf was in Suicide uh, Squad? Would you make it better? I mean, if you, if you had the same amount of screen time as Scott Eastwood, then it would make <laughs> n- have no impact whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't think. I don't think that was the issue. I don't think I came out of the cinema thinking that film was great apart from Scott Eastwood. Mainly because I don't recognise Scott Eastwood. and uh, no. didn't, didn't know who was in it until afterwards. Is he? That's Clint Eastwood's son, isn't That's it? That's right. Yeah. yeah. Now, if the film had Clint Eastwood in it, that would have been good. I, I don't know. As, I don't know. Harley Quinn. Um, he'd have done a great job. Mm. Well, Charlotte Wolf is a decent actor. He's is he, though? Yeah. What? Okay. <laughs> what have you seen him in? Uh, Transformers. Okay, what else have you seen him in? Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what else have you seen him in? <laughs> um, I can't think of anything right now. Um, should, oh, this is a shame because my next actor factor is all about Shia LaBeouf. Oh, is it really? <laughs> Brilliant. Um, now, are you a fan of the Pitch Perfect films, Susan? I've seen the first one. Uh, I didn't see the second one. I enjoyed the first one, especially the... Was it The Battle? Hmm. Uh, well, I, can't, I can't remember what anyone about It's probably called a song off. Uh, <laughs> 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 yes, exactly. I, I enjoyed the first one. The second one I thought was a bit of a mess. We might talk about that more in the sequels section, mm-hmm. uh, or not. But they've got a director for the third one. It, she's called Trish Z, or possibly Trish Sai. How do you pronounce S I E? Um, and her biggest film so far, it seems, is the fifth Step Up movie. Yes. I have high hopes really <laughs> the franchise is in good hands <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like, I like Anna Kendrick who doesn't like Anna Kendrick she's great yeah. she makes a lot of bad films she makes <laughs> a lot lots of bad films but she's, she has that yeah, but, but, she, but she's lovely um, so I mean I'll, I'll probably watch I probably won't watch it in the cinema I'll, no. I'll watch it at some point Hmm. I wonder what they're going to do now what? I thought surely they must have left university by now oh, the, yeah the second one they, they'd left I think uh, I think they're rep- I'm trying to remember, I have seen the second one. I'm trying to remember how it goes. Yeah. Um, there's always more opportunity to sing. There's always opportunities to sing. <laughs> what else? Is, yeah, speaking of sequels, um, Avatar 2. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's uh, it's bound to come out, really, because it's, it's due to come out in 2018. Yeah. Uh, but James Cameron is not guaranteeing that right now. Is he not? I thought they'd uh, only just set new dates for it. Yeah, and they set dates from Avatar 2 all the way to Avatar oh, 5. 4. Or 5? Oh, yeah. good lord. Avatar 5 is scheduled for December 2023. <laughs> how can... How can... Okay, Avatar was a good film for its 3D effects. Yes. I don't think the story wasn't... No, it was, it was, it was landmark for, for the effects alone, wasn't it? Yeah. If you watch the film in 2D, it's incredibly boring, I imagine. Um, <laughs> I, I saw part of it on TV uh, a couple of years after it had been out. Mm. A bit a little longer, and and yeah, it's just a guy shooting people for half an hour. The, yeah, the, the bit I saw. The visual effects were stunning, I thought, and but the story was, you know, it was a rehash of many old films in once. It wasn't yeah, yeah. anything spectacular. Um, but anyway, the storyline in the sequels is, follows Jake and Nikiri. Oh, so they're sticking with Jake, are they? Yeah, sticking with Jake. We need to give Sam Worthington some jobs. Yeah, I guess they'd really hope he was going to be a bigger star when when they started this thing. Yeah, sorry, Sam. Yeah, I liked him though. He was fine. He's yeah, quite good in Man on Man on a Ledge. Yeah, exactly. And and their children. So it's more of a family saga, 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 about the struggle with the humans. Okay. Again. Over four films. Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe each film is about each of their kids. Maybe they have four kids. Maybe their kids will have kids. Then they'll have grandkids, and then there'll be another family saga. Well, many generations of the. This is basically whatever like the people are called. Star Wars again. I guess. In that there are children in it. <laughs> well, I think other films did that first. <laughs> it's like it's like Wuthering Heights. Um, that's that's got two generations in it. Yeah, exactly. Um, I have one part. Well, actually, I've got two pieces of news. But one of them's really boring. Karen Gillan's going to be in Jumanji. There you go. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's been a sad week. Well, sad couple of weeks for Tom Hiddleston, um, famed British actor, low key in the Marvel films. Probably appeared in other stuff as well. Tom Hiddleston. Not only has he broken up with with top songstress Taylor Swift, 
She's the highest earning songstress anyway, so I'll give her props for that. Well done, Taylor. And also, he'll get a song written about him as well. Yeah, he will. So I don't think I'll be sad about Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> would you want to? Would you want a breakup song written about you by Taylor? Yeah, no, that'd be pretty. Yeah, bright. I would want a song about me from Taylor Swift. Everyone want a breakup song written about me. John Mayer didn't like it. Um, anyway, not only is he broken up with the world's favourite uh, Taylor. But uh, Daniel Craig apparently has been offered 150 million to make two more bonds. Yes. Now a few weeks ago, we told you in good faith that Tom Hiddleston was was locked in for the new bond. We didn't say that. <laughs> we said there was speculation. Surely. Uh, yeah, let's backtrack. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now he's not, not even favoured. Apparently, um, I heard that Jamie Bell is the favourite to uh, take over. Oh, okay. Um, well, Jamie Bell from Fantastic Fame. Fantastic and uh, and Billy Elliot. Yes, and he was in another film recently, wasn't he? Class, uh, probably. Yeah, no, no, no. Class, and it received very bad reviews as well. But I can't for the life of me. No, I can't. I can't think. Because it was really pan, and his name was in. I was like, oh, uh, poor sorry, Jamie. Jamie, poor Jamie. Um, what do you think about Daniel Craig doing two more Bond films? Maybe. Well, I liked him. I like him as Bond. What we do, he has the physicality and the charisma to play Bond. But I think he's quite grand tired of it anyway. I, yeah. I mean, I don't really want to see a Bond film made by someone who really doesn't want to be in it. Yeah. It's because I mean, loads of actors would love to be Bond and to crank out two more with. I think even the well, Quantum Sauce, you kind of see that Daniel Craig's heart isn't always in it. I think. Well, he's not um, doing anything else apart from Bond, though. That's the thing. What else has he been doing? You're right. I got. I, I was trying to think of films I've seen with him in, and mm. yeah, this is by far the biggest. So. Uh, I, yeah, I, for 150 million, maybe he'll, maybe he'll come back. I don't know, mm-hmm. but um, Jamie Bell seem, doesn't seem a great fit for Bond to me. He's yeah, but that's why I thought about Daniel Craig when he started as well, right? I'd never heard of Daniel Craig when he started. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, people were doubting him, so because he was quite because he was Bond, blonde, um, he was quite an old Bond as well, wasn't he? Yeah, uh, yeah I guess. It'd be interesting to see whether they try and continue this, like the, the story as it is now, mm. as they've always done with previous Bonds, or whether they reboot completely again. Mm. No. Well, I'm sure the Bond news will change many, many times. <laughs> um, we'll keep reversing it. Any any more news? Um, just one point. Um, speaking of sad things, it's just that Lion Gate is pressing ahead with its plan for Now You See Me 3. Is it really? Yes. They've got a director now called John M. Chu. And we're gonna, when we talk about Isla Fisher films... Yeah, Isla Fisher. Isla. I'm pretty sure it's Isla. Oh, okay. Isla Fisher <laughs> films. You can, we can discuss about why I didn't like... Yeah. The first now you see. Yeah. The other thing I, I I said before to you that I was going to rant about the Civil War DVD. If I don't feel in a real ranting mood, but I'll I'll, I'll see if I can work myself out. Why do you always have to end this podcast with a downer? Not even end it. You just said in more sad news. I'm I'm lying. To <laughs> it's just not sad news. I even I deleted the thing about the actors who died. This is okay. Fine. <laughs> yes, that was a good decision. <laughs> so our first podcast, you may remember, was uh, was all about Captain America: Civil War, and it's just come out on DVD now. And I bought the DVD on the day of release, excitedly. And there are no extras on the DVD at all. It's the film and nothing else. And the Blu-ray is jammed. It's got a commentary. It's got featurettes. It's got deleted scenes. It's got a gag reel. Yes, most of them on YouTube and I've watched them. But then, <laughs> why are they not on the DVD? It's the principle of it. If Blu-ray was sufficiently better than DVD to warrant the additional cost, you wouldn't need to put the extra features on it. It makes me so angry. I want to listen to that commentary. I still haven't listened to the Age of Ultron commentary. I can't get it. How do, how do people get that illegal stuff online? <laughs> Are you there now? I'm so angry. Yeah. Are we okay now? Okay. Brief, right. Colin, fine. Brief. Fine. Brief. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> to the main topic of today and, yes. uh, and the world of sequels. Hey. So, yeah, I was, I was speaking to Colin earlier today that... Um, uh, we probably wouldn't count sequels as um, films which are part of a book series because no. they will definitely have sequels anyway because they have to follow the entire series. So we won't be mentioning anything to do with Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings, yeah, because, yeah. Season's favourite, Season's favourite series, the Divergent series. You can even bring out somehow <laughs> in this. But yeah, yeah, I won't mention Divergent at all either. So yeah. Right. So um, what makes a good sequel? Uh, it's very that was a tough question. Yeah, it's a tough I, question. I made sure I was the one to ask. It. Yeah, why you asked me that? I wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> Should I tell you what I think? Go on, Colin. <laughs> I think I think it's easy to see what makes a bad sequel. So, I'm like, yeah. don't, don't, don't. so 
so you get films that have, um we're selling it out very exciting. Like Speed, for example. Speed, if people haven't seen Speed, there's a bus um, that people find it themselves jumps. on. Um, it jumps at one point, but it needs, it's got to explode if it goes below 50 miles an hour. Yeah. Sandra Bullock, Keanu Reeves, great film. Check it out. Um, but that's not really part of their lives. That's just a weird thing that's happened. There's Speed 2. Pretty much exactly the same thing happens again, but on a boat. Yeah. I think that's a bad idea for a sequel. Just Basically taking this... Repeating the same idea. Taking the same story, and it's not part of... If it's like um, something that they, they might do anyway, so if like it's just a policeman on the beat and it's a story about a crime, yeah. fine, have another story about a crime. But if you just happen to be a girl who drives a bus, yeah. driving a bus that goes that's going to explode is not part of your life. Driving a boat. I don't know if she drives a boat. I'm not seeing Speed 2. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you mentioning that. Because it's a bad sequel. Everyone knows this. Um, write in if you like Speed 2. Um, so I think it needs to be um, either, if it's going to be the same thing again, it needs to be a twist and it needs to be something that might actually sensibly yeah, happen in someone's life. It needs to be different. Yeah. Enough. But it has to have the same characters with, you know... That, that was another problem with Speed 2, I guess. Keanu Reeves. Yeah, it, he but. refused to take part in it again, isn't it? Good so call, Keanu. It's, it's going to be a bit weird when you have new characters coming in. Yeah. Although I guess yeah, bring in one or two new ones maybe, but um, yeah. but don't recast or don't don't kick out the main guys. Mm. Some of the good sequels that I like are from Pixar films. Okay. And uh, as you know, I'm a big Disney fan, and yeah, initially I thought Toy Story wouldn't make a good sequel. Then hmm. I've seen Toy Story two, and it was really good. And then I thought they couldn't top it up again, and they made Toy Story three, and it was brilliant, and they got nominated for. And Oscar for it as well. They do. I like the Toy Story. I don't. I, I love people think Toy Story three is the best. I'm not sure. I agree with that. Oh, I love but, Toy Story um, three. Fair enough. Yes. I think I think they're great. But um, I guess that's the result. So you got you got these characters and that you know and love. You know and love. The second one is it, not a rehash, but it's got a lot of the same quality. So obviously the first one they're trying to save Buzz, maybe, and the second one they're trying to save Woody. So you've got some similarities. Some theme, yeah. But uh, but it's a different story. There's a twist on it, and you get some new characters brought in. You get the Jesse, uh, Jesse um, and the horse. Yep. Oh, I forgot his name. <laughs> Horsey, probably. <laughs> and then the third one, they had to rescue themselves hmm. from the nursery, right? Yeah. So again, that's complete. Well, not complete. It's the same characters, character you know, love. It's a similar story, but not a rehash. Hmm. That's that's how sequels work. Uh, and also. Due to uh, because we talk about Pixar, Cars yes. Two okay. is a sequel that shouldn't be made. Right, only because Cars One wasn't a great film to begin with, and it's probably the most forgettable uh, standalone film for from Pixar. Uh, before they had Cars Two, obviously. Right. <laughs> yeah, and the the only reason why they made it was to make lots of money because like, yes. the the toys sell a lot. Yep, and Cars One, it's just wasn't up to the standard of normal Pixar films and now they have planes as well I think they do yeah they have, have they made planes too Pro- probably soon they, <laughs> yeah. they need more money obviously because Disney needs more money they're in trouble <laughs> yeah but yeah it's just that when mm. when the main reason for making a sequel is so that the studios can cash out on the popularity of the first one but without having a yeah. storyline for the sequel well this is another problem with sequels is where they they set a date before they've actually figured out the film <laughs> yeah. so we saw that with Spider-Man 3 with Amazing Spider-Man 2 mm-hmm. they were both well particularly Spider-Man 3 it had a, a release date and Sam Raimi the director has said yeah I was under a lot of pressure to get to that so we didn't have a script I was happy with really if we didn't have a, a final cut I was happy with mm-hmm. just had to rush it out since we're talking Pixar, Monsters University, and that's a prequel. We're not talking prequels today, are we? No, but, um, no, it's not talking prequels. I've an- seen Finding Dory, though. Another time. Finding Dory, is that a good sequel? Um, sorry, sorry, recently, I thought Finding Nemo didn't need a sequel, and we'll probably talk about films that don't need sequels as well in throughout this podcast. But yeah, yeah. I thought Finding Nemo didn't need a sequel only because I thought it ended well. Um, there was, you know, a proper closure to the hmm. story I didn't need any more exploration into themes yeah. and Finding Dory uh, even though I enjoyed it I didn't enjoy it as much as the first Finding Nemo I liked the first one more and the jokes were f- fresher and funnier okay. and even though Alan DeGeneres is really good as um, Dory it still didn't capture the same um, magic and uh, imagination as the first one because the first one did it first basically it, everything's just a rehash yeah, I think you make a good point about um, being having closure in a film. This is the problem with a lot of sequels. If, if the f- first film tells a full whole story, there's nowhere else to go. Mm. And I guess this... So when we're saying... Because we asked out and we thought to ourselves what films would we want to see sequels to, 
I love what I was thinking as well. The films I love, there's no need for a sequel. You've told the whole story. Yeah. Any, anything else would be, would be hacked on, or just attached. Um, yeah, so, so think of your favourite films. Um, Memento. You, yeah, Memento. You, you don't want to see no. any more Memento. You don't Because the only way to go would be he does the same thing again. Yes. Um, well, sometimes you see they kind of they have to undo what happened in the first one. So, so Bridget Jones, for example, they've got a new Bridget Jones film coming out soon. But the first one's all about her getting together with Darcy, Mr. Darcy, Colin Firth. And then where do they go? Well, the second one they just break up and get back together again. So that, or, or I think they're broken up before the film starts. So you kind of you think not only are you rehashing the story, you're also kind of undoing what like happened it. in the first one. And I know we're not talking about books, but uh, Hunger Games annoyed me a lot on, on that basis because they mm. kind of undid what happened in the first one to, to try and crank out some more story. Um, I also think, yeah, we talk about kind of the characters you love. I think these things work well if you've got this kind of host of characters. Yes. So if it's just one guy, so I think like Die Hard, I'm not sure how well, I mean, the sequels were okay, but you've only got kind of one guy in that film and you just him going through more exploits, I don't think works. Mm so well oh it's even worse mm. for uh, Liam Neeson in Taken yeah 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 I mean how many times can someone <laughs> take someone from you yeah. I mean well first they took your daughter then they took your wife so yeah. what happened in the third film mm. they took mm. something nothing I don't think they took anything in the third film I saw a third I, film okay. it was the worst film I've ever seen because in the wow. cinema in the cinema wow okay because uh, I saw that yeah I saw it in the cinema and we were laughing at bits there were some parts which were just yeah. ludicrous right. in terms of plot point I've not seen any Taken film, I must admit. But, uh, um, Taken one was okay. Okay. And then it just got worse and worse. Mm. Like, what have you done to piss off the world so much that you know, really think... Maybe he's just not a very good father. Yeah, probably. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, the ones we work like Toy Story or even like things like just, um, Avengers films, obviously you can, those are all kind of a series, but some of them are very directly sequels because they've brought about characters and it's not just one guy, it's kind of a group of characters that you enjoy. And they're quite so, different as well. I think like Captain mm. America... To the Winter Soldier is quite different mm. from Captain America 1. Yeah, it's because superhero films, they tend to be, and this is, I guess, a drawback, I mean, obviously we love them, but a drawback of them is they tend to be quite formulaic mm. um, in as much as if you don't have some sort of... Big bad. Yeah, that you've got to defeat at the end, people people can feel cheated if you don't have that. Mm. Although, having said that, I think the ones that work well as so Civil War didn't really have that. They had no. kind of in the background. And, and the Captain America trilogy, I think, yeah, as you say, is an example where... It's the characters we know, the characters we love. Um, and the big band was doing an agency as well in the second one, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so they did it quite differently. And the great Robert Redford. Um, spoilers for Captain America too. Um, so it was, yeah, t- taking a story that's not not completely out of character, um, but it tells a slightly different thing. And this is why I thought Pitch Perfect 2 would have worked, because it's got a cast of characters that you know from the first one. They're kind of, they're kind of telling a similar story, mm-hmm. but not exactly the same thing again. It doesn't work. You haven't seen it, have you? But uh, no. it's, it's, it's why didn't it work? It's just a huge mess. They had a bunch of ideas and just threw them at the screen. I think. <laughs> and see what sticks. Yeah. So, so they had. To, it's all about a singing competition again. But they had a few other ideas about joining some club and. Uh, it's always a club. Yeah, Joe Latrugio in it from uh, uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Ah, okay. Fancy that. There you go. Oh. Uh, and it's got some Green Bay Packers um, who are American football players, like actual American football players, come in playing themselves huh. and singing. Huh. That, that's pretty, that bit's pretty cool. Maybe, but, um, maybe I just watch it on the plane then. Check it out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's no real great narrative structure there. I think there are a lot of action films which are sequels, as we've mentioned before. You oh, yeah. have your Jack Ryan sequels, you have yeah, yeah. Born sequels, but there is some books, right? Born. So. Born's based on books, plus well, so Jack Ryan, actually. Oh, they have um, books. Oh, yeah, they have books. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the sequels are based on books as well. Or they uh, I think they generally books. try and. I, 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 yeah, they are based directly on books. The, the Chuck Brown ones certainly. The Born, I don't know how close they are to. I don't know how, even, how close they are to the books, but they're all based on books. Apart from Born Legacy, I think that might have been made up. Well, lots of action films have sequels anyway. You have the Raid series, you have the um, Die Hard series, yeah. as you mentioned. Terminator films. Yeah. Those are great examples of sequels, actually. I don't know. We may talk more about Terminator some other time, but um, Terminator 2 completely flips Terminator 1 on its head but it still keeps yeah, the same main character yeah. but gives a different story and um, really develops the uh, Linda Hamilton's character Sarah Connor uh, so and yeah I guess it could have been so easy for them to say right we'll make another one with Terminator comes back and chases it's someone the same story, yeah. Yeah. yeah and they credit to them James Cameron particularly obviously um, completely flipped on its head I've got, I've got a list here of a few films that uh, apparently we are going to sequels to yeah um I'm not sure I believe all of these. Okay. 
Well, Bill and Ted. There's been talk of Bill and Ted three for, for many. Well, there's been talk of it for a, a decade. Or a remake. Uh, sequel. Wow. Yeah. Keanu Reeves is. Keanu. Well, this is the thing. I think he's occasionally said, "Yeah, I'll do it if the script's good," and it's been kind of bobbing around for a long time. I think just waiting until Keanu Reeves' career is at the point where he needs to make do a this, film that yeah. people will watch. Alex Winter. I think they'll be able to get. Um, I will watch it though. I think I will watch a Bill and Ted sequel. I enjoyed the first one. It's yeah. always campy fun. First one's great. Second one's rubbish. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, again, I think I'm not sure, the normal rules probably don't apply to Bill and Ted sequels because no. you can just chuck them in there, go wherever you like, and yeah. it's, you don't need to make too much sense. Um, Edge of Tomorrow apparently is getting a sequel. <sighs> okay, I like the first film a lot. This is, I thought it ended well. Yeah. And I didn't think it needed a sequel. So when we were talking about action films, just I thought I thought into my oh maybe for Age of Tomorrow do I need a sequel for it? And I thought no. I think not. I think because I, lo- I love that film. I think it's one. It might it's up there with my favorite sci-fi films mm. uh, ever. I mean, below Back to the Future, but possibly not very far below. But yeah, I'm trying to think what they could do with a sequel. And if it is just the same, exa- thing, again. The same thing happens again, then that's that's everything we say doesn't work. In fair play to them, they might have, they might have come up with a better. Things like yeah, Terminator. I would have said didn't need a sequel, and obviously they, they nailed that. So maybe, maybe they've got some great ideas. But I'm not unless it's the same thing happens again, but this time to Emily Blunt. Um, yeah, I, I can't see that working. So I'm don't get me wrong, I will watch it. It's got Tom Cruise in it, but uh, I'm not sure. No, I don't think a sequel. It's based on a book as well, isn't it? Or was it based on a Japanese film? Oh, it was. It's based on a Japanese something. Is it a film or book? I, I think remember. I think it was a book. Yeah, but yeah, it's a shame though because. Yeah, as, as you said, I, I love the first age of tomorrow. I thought it, yeah, it ended as perfect as it wanted to end. Yeah, yeah. I think some people didn't like the ending. I thought I thought it really worked. Mm. Um, Creed is getting a sequel apparently. Yeah, I'm not, no surprise at that. Yeah. All the uh, big reviews for Creed, and I thought it ended in a way that you could Definitely. potentially yeah, have a yeah. sequel. And you have like five Rocky films. <coughs> uh, six. Yeah, six Rocky films yep. already. So I can I can see the lots of Creed and Michael B. Jordan. He's a fantastic actor, yes, yeah, yeah. and really, really good in that. Again, I think they could do a good job. I think um, it's Ryan Coogler, isn't it? The same guy who's doing Black Panther. Um, he, he did a great job as director to really revitalise that series. But I think that the sequels are the worst thing that's happened to the Rocky films, though, because I love Rocky in a, a, as a film of kind of guys down on his luck, making a last comeback, and, and kind of a story of his trials. And I think that really, really works. And Sliced Alone is great in that film. But then the sequels kind of become more and more cheesy of just him. Overcoming some hurdles, having a world championship fight at the end. They're very, very formulaic. And in fairness, the ending's slightly different each time. Mm. But it'd be kind of people think of Rocky, they think of kind of cheesy box movies. Whereas I think if you if you hadn't made those sequels, that original Rocky would be up there with Raging Bull and things like this as a, as a great character piece. So I'm, I don't want Creed to go the same way. No, me neither. So we shall see. Shall we? Oh, yes, Fan Four Stick. Do you want to see a sequel to Fan Four Stick? Uh, no. <laughs> Depends. Is, uh, is Fox going to interfere? Um, with the production of Fantastic, they will definitely, right? definitely. Yeah. I, I, I kind of want to see it because well, Michael B. Jordan again, but it's a great cast: Miles Teller, K. Mara, James Bond actor, Jamie Bell. Um, they could make a great film. They could. That just because, <laughs> but you shouldn't make a film because of potential, Colin. <laughs> That's the only reason you should make a film, do you? Yeah, uh, just p- potential. Just keep making it with that cast until it's good. I say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when it's good to make a Back to the Future sequel as well. Really? Wasn't there rumours about it? I thought there was. Yeah, there's no way that's happening. <laughs> Although maybe, maybe one of the people uh, who suggested a, a a film they'd like to see a sequel to, uh, put Back to the Future in, we'll find out. Okay. Um, the only I got was, there was talk once of doing a Gladiator sequel. Um, spo- mm. Spoilers for Gladiator. Everyone dies. <laughs> 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 how would you? How would you do that? It wouldn't be a sequel. Would it? It'd be just another gladiator in another time. Yeah. Doing the same oh, thing. maybe a space gladiator. That'd be cool. <laughs> it would be, yeah. I can see space matches. There you go. You'll fight space aliens. Oh. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know how we get that made. Um, but I'll, I'll work on a plot outline. <laughs> yeah, just say it's Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. It's a cross between gladiator and Star Wars. That sounds fun. It's a winning idea over there. Yeah. Um, do you have any any more uh, any more thoughts on, on sequels or? Well, I've got a list of films that I want to see sequels of, but that's the thing that we are going to talk about. That's what we're going to talk about. Yes. Yep, so let's. Should we do it? Um, let's 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 crack off. Let's 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 get yeah. to the list. Do you want to uh, do you want to go first? So on my list, 
a uh, few that I want to see sequels of. Good. The first one being uh, District 9. Okay. Yeah. Have you seen District 9? No. What? I have it. It's on, it's on my DVD collection, but I've not yet seen it. So how many films do you have in your DVD collection that you've not seen? About 20. You post them on Facebook as well as being seen. I post them on... I post them on Facebook when uh, when I've seen them. Oh, okay. So, okay, fine. Fair enough. For those people who don't know, <laughs> I have a lot of DVDs. Um, about eight, just over 800, the last count. And when I've, uh, if I have them on DVD, I have put a picture of them on Facebook. But I only do that once I've seen them. Because otherwise I wouldn't know what to put a picture of. Mm. Um, apart from Independence Day, because I knew what picture to put of that. It's the White House blowing up. Yes. <laughs> I didn't need to see that one. <laughs> so, District 9 is yes. the story. Uh, it... Uh, was set in South Africa. South Africa. What? South Africa. What? What's that? <laughs> it's more scientific accent. Did John teach you that? Uh, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's set in South Africa, and it's set a few years after um, aliens um, came to Earth, and these aliens didn't come to Earth to invade Earth. They're just basically seeking shelter. Okay. So they're basically being treated as refugees on Earth in South Africa and they were set in different districts and this District 9 is one of them okay um, so they were basically living like refugees uh, like homeless so, so I think it's kind of, um, sort of like a metaphor for, for immigrants and yes. refugees yeah. maybe yeah yes. it was it was one um, and what happened I don't know whether how far I should go into this well I've not seen it yet so, yeah, don't... so I don't spoil it but um, the reason why I think it deserves a sequel is because um, I don't think the world was explored enough Okay. And I think the ending could deserve would, would deserve a sequel. I mean, this this film, District Nine, was a stand up film. It's alright. It was done on a small budget. Hmm. It was a small budget sci fi film, and um, it was really really good. Um, you know, the storyline was brilliant. Um, so, so, what would you can, can you say what you think a sequel would do without giving away the plot of the first? That's one? very difficult, <laughs> Colin. <laughs> It's very, very difficult. But you, okay. You just think there's more of that world to be explored. Than, yeah. yeah, I'm seeing it as the vaguest way possible because I don't want to spoil it for you because sure. I haven't watched it yet. But that, this, this could be a problem with a lot of this. <laughs> well, yeah, the, you'll understand why I just I, said I, it. I, I didn't think this through. Because um, <laughs> it's uh, Neil, Neil Blumkamp or something like that. Yeah, Neil Blumkamp. Who, who was going to be making an Aliens film, I think. Oh, he was. Um, I'm not sure if that's still happening or not because Ridley Scott dived back in with the... Prometheus 2 on the way yeah. okay because um, yeah I haven't seen any of his films he did Chappie as well didn't he and yes he did that as well uh, and I didn't see Chappie I heard bad reviews of Chappie though yeah it didn't look great to me no. yeah but watch District 9 okay and, and we'll talk about it in our in our Aliens podcast which we may or may not do at some point okay yeah. uh, um, so top of my list and it's also one that was suggested by three people uh, Darren Lee and Mark thank you uh, is a sequel to Serenity <laughs> it's on my list as well yeah so uh, for those who don't know, Serenity um, is, a, is a sci-fi film, but it's um, this, a sequel to the TV series Firefly, um, which yes. was made by Joss Whedon. Uh, it's a wonderful TV series, but it got cancelled after one season. Um, the, for reasons unknown. For those blasted execs at Fox who don't know what they're doing, um, who shoved it around or played it in the wrong order, moved it around. The, anyway. Yeah, they did. Um, but that was uh, over 10 years ago now, but a couple of years after it got cancelled, they, they managed to get a film uh, called Serenity, named after the sh- spaceship in which they, they live. Mm. Uh, and I thought it was great. I mean, really, I think all of us who suggested this, we really want Firefly to come back. Yes. But we'll take we'll take a, uh, a sequel to Serenity. It's if, been a if while, get it. It's been a while, hasn't it? Like 10 years? Since? It's been uh, over 10 years now. Over 10 years now, wow. So it's going to be... So, it's interesting because we don't do a TV series podcast, so this is basically just crowbarring in a way to say how great <laughs> Firefly. Fire we're covering everything now. We covered books last yes. last podcast. Now we're doing TV series. We mentioned plays at one point, I'm sure. Yeah, well done. I gave you a spoiler spoiler to <laughs> um, The first time I saw Firefly was at your place. Um, was it? Hmm. Why? Were we I, I came in about halfway through an episode. You were watching with um, Arfan. Oh. Yeah. Was oh really? Yeah. Well, I'm so happy to introduce <laughs> you, you to Firefly. Thank you for that. Yeah. You're welcome. Um, but if I, can get, if I can get a bit film schooly, I didn't go to film school, obviously, but um, I, I was reading a thing about the way that films are different to TV series, particularly sitcoms. But um, the idea of a film is that you go on a journey and so people change, and that the, you're at the end of it, you're in a kind of similar position, but not the same as when you started to build develop. Whereas in TV series, particularly sitcoms, every episode you kind of end up back to where, where you started. 
and I think this is why a lot of films we talked about this before but, uh, earlier but um, a lot of film sequels don't work because they've kind of gone on that journey and there's mm-hmm. nowhere to develop whereas this is kind of Serenity I guess it was a bigger story than a, a standard Firefly episode but it because yeah. it's much as they had this kind of quest to go on but it but it, you could see how it could have been an episode or a couple of episodes maybe but things change a lot at the end though a lot of the social status of the yes crew. yes things has changed things do change no spoilers here but yes no, there is more development and I guess if they did another TV series or another film they'd have to take that on board and and things wouldn't be the same as a no. TV series but you could definitely get another kind of mission type thing out of uh, into a film um, I mean there's a few on this list that kind of are realistic and quite a few that aren't um, well you're very welcome Colin yes thank you Zita <laughs> but literally I can think of no film that I'd be more excited by than being told there's a strange sequel coming out will they do it though I don't know. What's putting them off so long, though? Well, I don't. I mean, partly because I don't think Serenity made money, because um, mm. people don't know about it. I, I, I saw the trailer actually and thought this looks rubbish. Uh, it's only after I kind of people have recommended Firefly that I got into it, and it is incredible. Brilliant writing by Joss Whedon. The characters are uh, just so well drawn. Mm. And this is the thing about the characters we know and love. Characters we want to see more. And there's been so many like there's been obviously comics and the computer. Well, there's a board game. I don't think it's a computer game, but there's all sorts of kind of. Um, outside of the TV season film merchandise and, and they and still otherwise. have a devout fan base as mm. well and the cast I think because they, they still go to kind of like these conventions kind of and stuff yeah. yeah yeah and they would do it in a, at a drop of a hat I think yeah. I don't know whether Joss Whedon's holding off but something something is putting them off though mm. it must be it's been so long and there's a huge fan base I'm pretty yeah. sure yeah lots of people will go see so them. maybe we'll never see it yeah. it's sad times though sad times indeed uh, on my list as well uh there is uh, the Simpsons movie. Okay, <laughs> so another, another two series. Track. Do you think it would be good though? Because I, I love the Super Simpsons film. I think it's good. Really it's good. not up to the quality of the the earlier series. I don't think. Uh, I thought it was better than the later series. Of it's better than the later series, yeah. But yeah, there was something about it, it captured a bit of the early se- early seasons of the Simpsons. Mm. There, there, there were bits where it was outlandish and very mm. homerish and <laughs> yeah. it's just funny um, I, I enjoyed it a lot I was pleasantly surprised by the Simpsons film because I went there with very low expectations knowing that the later series didn't tell as well as I wanted them to do yeah, but yeah. the film turned out to be really really funny uh, and there were bits where I was just laughing out loud I'm hoping to see I don't know the Simpsons have been like the longest running TV show for ages now it's yeah, still yeah, going yeah. on like, isn't it yeah for your record a decade ago, it all yeah, yeah. And it's still going on and I would love to see a film again because they did a very good job in the mm. first one and you don't need an excuse to do a second, second one yeah they, I mean they, and again because it's TV and because the Simpsons doesn't really play by the rules of no. like you, you can completely change everything and then just reset it the next time yep, so right, you, right to the beginning you, can, you can do anything you like in that we should probably run through these a bit more quickly I've realised because oh, uh, we're uh, out We've, we've, we've got plenty of time but we from these suggestions suggestions are sent in I used to have I think 17 films that people suggested um, that were serious okay. uh, on top of about 22 that weren't okay, so, let's, so, let's. so let's keep writing through um, my, my, one I'd like to see or two is The Paper um, which is not a very well known film no if you can see my reaction right now <laughs> from the audience yeah um, I'm probably just a, I think it would be a great sequel so I want to recommend the film The Paper um, it's directed by Ron Howard stars Michael Keaton um, it's got Marissa Tomai, Randy Quaid, uh, Glenn Close, uh, a few others. Um, it's a story of a day in the life of a newspaper, basically. So at the start of the film, um, there's a murder mm-hmm. and there's a couple of black kids who are arrested for it. Mm-hmm. And the people at the newspaper, they're trying to track down to find out, yeah, did these people do it? Kind of get a quote from a policeman saying that they did or they didn't or whatever else. Mm-hmm. But you also, the main guy, Michael Keaton, is applying for a job somewhere else. And you also get the kind of just the, the hustle and bustle of a, of a newspaper office. Uh, it's got Randy Duval as well not Randy Duval Robert Duval um, but I, I like films about journalism anyway but it's a phenomenal cast I think Ron Howard's a great director and again it's a film where you could just take that cast it's a bit it's quite a long time ago now actually so it was, must have been 15 years ago at least so I don't know whether you'd still have them all working in the same newspaper office mm. this is one of these kind of less realistic sequels because no one's heard of the paper <laughs> but kind of just another day in the life of a, of a newspaper and you could tell a different story there I, I'd really enjoy seeing that also, teaming up uh, Marissa Tamai and, and Michael Keaton, uh, like in Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah, all the way back. Yeah, 
Uh, are you going to run through all the, the films right now? or are well, just... I think it's just take it in turns from our list for a bit and then okay. run through the uh, the ones that have been suggested. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. I have um, a series of unfortunate events of mine. Ah, that was... Uh, well, let's make some books, though. But... Let's make some books. It was suggested by uh, by Danny Lopez, I used to work with as well. Okay. So. Yeah, so um, in the first film, in the only film, they've combined um, three books, I think, into one. Three stories into one. So... Um, uh, and Jim Carrey's in it. Yeah. And Jim Carrey was excellent in it because he likes he plays his outlandish characters really well. Yeah. Anyway. Meryl Streep was in it as well. She was. Mm. Billy Connolly. Billy Connolly. You've seen the film before. I've seen right? the film. Yeah. Yeah, and the child actors were really good as well. I thought, so, so this is kind of an imaginary sequel where you kind of want those kids to come back yeah, as I they do. were ten years ago. Or yeah, I know. Years, so. Like the thing is, the child actors were really good. And they played yeah, the characters yeah, yeah. really, really well, considering everything. And I was surprised they didn't make a sequel of that, because... They did pretty well, didn't they? They did pretty well. And the girl in that, I'm sure she's been something else. Um, you can Google it right now. I'm going to Google it while you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's... The the first film was colourful. It captured the dark, you know, gothic nature of the, the books, I thought. And it, it was done, just done really, really well. And... Unfortunately, uh, for some reason, they didn't make a sequel of it, and I wanted one. Okay, that's pretty much why. So they made a, apparently a TV series and a video game, according to Wikipedia. Television series, like apparently. I'm not gonna. Emily Browning, yes, she um, mm. she was in uh, Legend, I think. Which um, is Legend? Legend. Tom Hardy playing both the uh, the Cray twins. Oh yes, yes, she, yes, yes. She played uh, the wife of one of them. Um, Oh, it looks like she's going places. Maybe she can play one of Yeah, I thought she was, she was good in that. And uh, I thought, I, I'm, I'm sure I recognise her. And so I did look it up before. Mm. Um, the baby's probably grown up by now, though. Yes, probably. She's so cute, though, <laughs> in that film. She's so cute. They could probably find another baby. Yeah, <laughs> but, right. but not as cute as that one. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> um, a more realistic one. Well, Man from Uncle um, came out uh, two years ago, maybe. Uh, starring Henry Cavill and Army Hammer. Henry Cavill was an uh, Englishman playing an American and Army Hammer's an American playing a Russian. Mm-hmm. Why not? Uh, Hugh Grant cameo's in it um, and it's got the great Alicia Vikander who who knows what nationality she was playing, whatever her accent is. Um, but she's Swedish, I not see, but she tends to do... She tends to just put on a generic European accent. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, have you seen Man from Uncle? No, no. I've wanted to see it, but... No, so, so it's based on um, TV series in Britain from the... Uh, 60s or 70s maybe um, and it, but it's just a really slick kind of spy thriller directed by Guy Ritchie it's all about uh, America and Russia teaming up in the Cold War and it does set up for a, a sequel right at the end because Hugh Grant says your next mission blah, 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 and then walks off and then you get a freeze frame of them all looking at the camera but typical. yeah um, problem is Alicia Vikander is probably too big to come back to it now um, she's got her Oscar she's Getting franchises left, right, and centre. Yeah. So I'm not sure she'd do it, but I'd, I'd really enjoy seeing another one of those. I think. Having said that, Sherlock Holmes sequel wasn't very good, so maybe go to the. Yeah. I have Interstellar on the list as well. Really? Yeah, I know. Interesting. Okay. Yes. Um, Talk to me. I did like the first film that much. No. Nope. Well, no. Yep. But that's always a good sign. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I just didn't like the first film, but I thought. It could explore the ideas of it much better. Okay, so to me that felt so I didn't like it much either. I like Christmas and stuff, but that felt quite ponderous and, and didn't. There, there were points here and then the didn't make any it's sense. All about love. It's all about love. Um, but what would, what would you do in a sequel? So you've got the you can, can go find Anne Hathaway. Oh uh, yes, I forgot they left her on a planet somewhere, didn't they? Yeah. Yes, you can go find Anne Hathaway and probably dwell into the scientific bits a lot more no the, the, yeah I, I did find the first um, film very ponderous I say first film I saw Max yes. sequel anyway um, yeah it was it was a bits quite dreary yeah and I would not watch a sequel to that film no no Interstellar 2 Oh well, now the, the return <laughs> of, <laughs> now, I'm, now I'm on board the return of um, actually I might do if there's a secret cameo from Ben Affleck <laughs> <laughs> There's always a secret camera from Ben Um I have quite a few films on this list, but, um, but I'm keen to get to some of the suggestions. Yeah, so shall we, shall we jump to those? So uh, my friend Dave, this will be quick, I think, because he suggested Avatar, and we've already talked about it. Yeah, um, two to five, Dave. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, well done. You've got it off the ground. <laughs> um, Darren suggested a lot. I should say, the very, 
we got some serious suggestions, and then people got, got some some humorous suggestions. Yeah, um, shall we go to all of them anyway? Well, I didn't write down the humorous ones, what? so um, so no. But things like apocalypse later, or uh, <laughs> that's hilarious. Ameri- American history eleven. Oh yeah, I enjoyed. there's one uh, hilarious one, but well, I thought I think it was it Maria who suggested the sixth element. Yes, she did. Yes, I would like to see a sequel to Fifth Element. Okay. Yeah, I like to. I like the first film. It was very campy. <laughs> so Maria, your 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 joke is yeah, being taken seriously. It was good. I yeah. love the film, but they didn't take themselves seriously in the film. Man, I enjoyed yeah. it. It's fun. Uh, so the first suggestion from Darren is Chronicle. Um, have you seen Chronicle? That's the the film with the kids and the video camera, right? That's right. So it's a found footage. Uh, it was directed by Josh Trank, who went on to do Fun Four Stick. Um, it's got Yay. yeah, uh, Dane DeHaan, uh, Michael B. Jordan, and I can't remember the name of the third person. Oh, um, yes, I've not seen it though. Yeah, it's a great film actually. I really, really, I recommend that one. Um, it's a kind, of, it is a superhero film, but it's kind of like no superhero film you've ever seen. It's kind of a, so it's found footage, so it's all supposed to be things they're vidging anyway, and they do push that quite far. In as much as there's one guy just walking around filming things for no reason, just for a video diary. No, why not? But um, it's kind of a I grand, do that. fair enough. <laughs> It's kind of a ground level. What would superheroes be like in real life? So these kids find out they've got these powers, and they're like, first of all, they're just like, oh, I'm going to try and uh, I don't know, move this car around a car park just for a joke, or I'm going to nick stuff from a shop or whatever else. And, and it develops kind of really kind of massive scale of um, heroes and baddies and stuff. But I, I definitely recommend that. Sequel wise, oh, it's yeah. interesting because um, again, I don't give spoilers because you haven't seen it. No. Uh, Good luck. <laughs> uh, I think. I think it was one of the ones I did think about. I, I would definitely see a sequel to it. Um, I'm not sure you'd be able to use the same cast, or at least all the same cast. Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, Why? Positive. Well, it's no. Yeah. You're going to ruin it for me, Colin. I'm going to ruin it, so I'll stop there. But uh, I, I would definitely see another film in this universe. And since Josh Trink is not going to be making blockbusters again anytime soon, um, he, no. should, he should go back to it. Um, Poor Josh Trink. Um, Darren's also suggested Jumper. Have you seen Jumper? I can't remember if I've seen it or not. That's the thing. It's the kind of film where maybe I've seen it, maybe I haven't. Was it Hayden Christensen? Hayden Christensen. I have not seen it. <laughs> it's um, the guy who can teleport. Yes, or jump, uh, as I believe the, yeah, the, the, I, they call it. I may have seen it, but I, I have no idea. Okay. That's how memorable right. the film was to me. So, um, yeah, since I've not seen the first one, <laughs> probably, let's move on. Maybe. Um, uh, maybe. Um, Darren let's, let's move away from Darren for a moment just to get other people in uh, my brother Simon has suggested a sequel to Life in a Day um, you're shaking your head CJ which our, our listeners can't see is that because you don't agree or because you don't know the film I don't know the film um, so it's it's a documentary um, but it, the idea was I think it was Ridley Scott was involved in doing it but um, people just filmed their lives uh, for a day he, he told them to take a day I can't what, let's say uh, 7th of July or something mm. wait a minute that was the London tube bombings. Let's give something else. First of July, uh, and just told them to to video a day and then send it in uh, all across the world. And it is great. It's a film, very moving, uh, and it's fascinating to see the kind of the different uh, approaches people take. So yeah, people like really poor kid in Africa or something. Um, mm. I don't know how he got the camera, but anyway, uh, fairly poor kid in Africa is doing it. And then you've got the kind of really rich person in in London who's filming stuff, and they kind of cobble those together. And, wow. Um, but there's yeah, loads and loads of people present things in. Most of them, they only get a clip of a minute or less, and some of them are very, very short. It was quite sad that one of the things, there was a love festival in Germany, and that, I don't know if you've heard this on the news, but PC, PC people died there, but people, that happened that day, and people were filming it, so they got put in as well, so it's very poignant there as well. Oh, wow. Um, so a sequel, I think, would, I mean, it would be doing the same thing again. Yeah. But it's a documentary, so I guess it's, it's kind of different to the other rules. Um, there yeah. was, I think, a British version, but... Um, yeah, it's quite a lot l- lower scale. Yeah. But yeah, I recommend that one. Um, incredible sequel. They're doing one from, anyway. Uh, from someone else called Darren. They're doing one anyway. They're doing one. In fact, when, when I put this on Facebook, I said, it can be realistic, Incredibles 2, or not, Casablanca 2, and yeah. Incredibles 2. So it's happening. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. I think it's a great idea, but although, coming back to it again, Incredibles 1 ended very well as well. Although it directly set up for a sequel, didn't it? They, they had a new... There, there was a new bad guy, but I thought yeah. it ended in a way, you know, the kids, they are family again. You yeah. Know, they, the, the beginning of Incredibles was that uh, Mr. Incredible was unhappy with his life, you know, his wife was unhappy with, you know, the way things turned yeah. out. And the kids, they weren't bonding with their kids and all that, but then they managed to... Hmm. 
you know, come together in the end. I thought they that's did. a good story. Well, I think it's, 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 it's an origin story, basically, isn't it? I mean, it was. So I, I think you can always jump off that and do, I mean, and, and do a new... Yeah, I'm hoping it'll be more Toy Story rather than <laughs> yes, Cars. Yes, Cars. Um, right, let's, let's rush through some of these. Uh, Back to the Future sequel. Darren wants one of those. You want one... <laughs> Zijan is raising his fist <laughs> in celebration. <laughs> we really need to do a video podcast. Probably <laughs> right. do. Um, next, next. Okay, next one. Uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World um, was also on my list, actually. Uh, Matt Parks suggested that. I think he may have been suggesting it as a joke. I don't know. I would watch that. I would watch that as well. I love those characters. I, you, he wouldn't be fighting evil exes again. But it, I also thought it ended way well as well. It did. It definitely did. I, I, you'd have to do something else in that universe. But again, that's based on a series of, of comic book type things, isn't it? Yes. So, so. Uh, Forrest Gump. Um, my friend Diana suggested that. This is one I was thinking that definitely wouldn't work because it's um, the whole story of Forrest Gump's life is, yeah. is in that film. Having said that, A, there is a sequel book. I've not read it. I don't know anything about it. Have you read the first book as well? I've not read either of the books. Mm. Uh, B, she's suggested Forrest Gump Jr., which I think is an interesting idea. So he you see, son, he's got right? a son. So you yeah. kind of see his son's life instead. I think that could work. Yeah, that would work. Uh, Lee has suggested a sequel to Commando. Neither of us have seen Commando. That's Arnold, right? Sorry? That's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold, yes, Schwarzenegger. Lee tells me that if you like Arnold Schwarzenegger's 80s action films, this is the pinnacle of them. Okay, maybe I should watch them then. Well, I don't like I it. Like I don't. Well, there you go. Watch Commando. It's on Netflix. Um, but interesting fact of sequels wise, Die Hard was originally uh, developed as a sequel to a film starring Frank Sinatra called The Detective, I think. And contractually, Frank Sinatra had first refusal on this film, but he was seventy at the time, so thankfully he said no. Then they thought tried to retool it into a Commando sequel, but Arnold said no, and then they made it into Die Hard. I told Lee I'd say that. So good, good knowledge. It's on the podcast now. Um, we've got uh, uh, Sahara. My friend Tim has suggested a Sahara sequel. So this is Matthew McConaughey, uh, Penelope Cruz, and oh, Steve Zahn. Oh yes, I've seen the trailer for it. Yes, uh, t- Tim suggested it was franchise worthy. Um, I think it's got. I, I don't like it, but only because I saw it twice in a week um, back. It came out fifteen years ago, or something. But uh, I saw it twice in a week and they put me off it. But I can with Matthew McConaughey is big. Penelope Cruz is always. Okay. okay. <laughs> Steve, Steve Zahn needs the work, so um, he played uh, Phoebe's husband in Friends. Uh, my friend, my, my pastor, uh, Marky, has suggested Fiddler on the Roof. I have not seen that film, so I don't know if he's being serious or not. I've seen Fiddler on the Roof. Um, Do you want a sequel? It's such an old film, though, and yeah. it was. Based, I, think, I, I think don't know whether it was based on a musical or the musical was based on. Oh, I don't know. The the film itself, actually. Um, I think this is one of the imaginary sequels rather than a real. Yeah, it probably could be. Um, you are speeding up quite a bit. I, I'm, so. I'm trying to speed up. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll tell we're, you, we're trying to keep this under one hour for you guys <laughs> after your feedback, okay? Yeah. i tell you what, I think we, we, we're going to do an act of factor on Amy Adams and Isla Fisher. Yeah. I think we might need to push that to next time. What? Um, because we really are running out of time oh, and we've no. still got the quiz to do. Okay. You seem upset. <laughs> You okay, you okay, I was taking such a long time to think of an actor factor for next week. You were. Oh well, you, you, you've got that one locked. Um, let's let's move on because we are we are running out of time. Um, thank you for all your suggestions. Apologies for the people we didn't manage to get to. Um, I think we've said at least one from everyone who said one. Um, but we didn't get to all the films. Maybe we'll do this again sometime. A yeah. sequel to this sequels episode. We'll skip back to factor, uh, but we'll move on to the zombies quiz. <laughs> yes. So, this is a treat to our horror film fans. <laughs> how, how did you find um, setting up questions for this color? Well, I have seen, I think, two films that feature zombies. I've seen four films okay. that feature zombies. But, as I've told you, yes. I've made the questions plausible to answer. Okay. So for those who haven't listened before, we ask each other five questions each. What's uh, the score now? Uh, it's 4-1 to me for the series. Zijan will then complain that my questions are too hard. Your questions are too hard. <laughs> well, it's getting an early, uh, early complaint there. Uh, enough of this nonsense. Go for it, Zijan. Okay, question one. Right. Zombie films, Colin. Yes. What was Sean's occupation in Shaun of the Dead? Uh, Sean, he worked in uh, as a salesman in an appliance store. Yeah, that's right. Electronic shop salesman. There you go. See? That was a good question. I told you. That's why my questions are easier than your questions, Colin. Question one. Uh, what is the title of the 2013 zombie film that was based on a book by Max Brooks? 2013. 2013. Is this World War Z? It is World War Z, or World War Z, as we say on this podcast. No, we don't say that. <laughs> uh, one all. Go for it. 
You've asked a question about a film that you've not seen. Yes, I have. I've, I've asked three questions about films I haven't seen. <laughs> question two. You see, this is going somewhere because I'm asking another question of a film that you've seen. What is the name of Sean and Ed's favourite pub when they took refuge during the zombie attack? It's the Winchester. You're going to love my question four. Um, <laughs> is it a Winchester? <laughs> uh, question two. This, this is the other zombie film I've seen. Uh, what is the assumed name of the character played by Woody Harrelson in Zombieland? The assumed name, uh, that's Tallahassee. Tallahassee, good work. See, we do know our zombie films. Yeah, I told you, we've been doing much research. <laughs> Question three, yep. according to Zombieland, okay. what is rule number two oh. in surviving the zombie apocalypse? <laughs> uh, well, I know some of the rules. Yeah, what's rule number one? Uh, so, let me, let me think. So, one of the rules is do cardio. Um, one of the rules they is... You mentioned the first few rules in the... Double tap. First few seconds. Uh... I'm going to say cardio. Right. That's rule number one. Oh. Number two is double tap. Oh. <laughs> See, I know it's guessable. <laughs> oh, that's that's harsh. That's tough. It's not tough. That is you tough. You answer. Okay. Uh, your question three. Um, who directed 1968's Night of the Living Dead and 1978's Dawn of the Dead? Oh, man. It's a film I've not seen. I'm going to go Sam Raimi. In 1968 and 1978. She's a little <laughs> <life>. <laughs> It's George A. Romero, the, uh, the, oh, the, the father of the zombie movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sam Raimi left a long time. Did you? <laughs> Is he a zombie? <laughs> okay, unfortunately, questions four and questions five are films that you've not seen. Okay. But I've seen them before. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> but you can probably guess them okay. if you think them through. Let's do it. Question four in World War Z. Right. What did they build in Jerusalem to keep the zombies away? Was that a wall? There you go. There you go. They like the walls in Jerusalem. Yeah. I, I've seen the trailer, so that was in there. Yeah, I thought so too. Because if you've seen the trailer, you're See, I'm asking you decent questions. What's wrong with my questions? Those are great questions. <laughs> Question four. Um, to Paul Winchester. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're doing well. That's three all with a question left each. This is. Uh... And question five is the last zombie film that I've seen. Okay. And you can probably work out the answer as well. Right. In Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Okay. I've seen, I've definitely, I know Pride and Prejudice. This is good. Who was trying to create a zombie army to overthrow London? Ooh. Okay, right. So I'm assuming there's a Pride and Prejudice character. Uh, who would create an army? I don't think Mr. Dance would create an army. Um, I don't think, there aren't really any baddies in, uh, probably Mr. Wickham. Maybe it's Mr. Wickham. I'll go Mr. Wickham. Told you, you can guess Ah, oh, good work. See? Yes, good, good, well done. <laughs> Again. <laughs> right. Um, this is a film I haven't seen. Um, a British zombie film, which was shown at Cannes in 2009, was reportedly made for only £45. It has a one-word title that is a man's name. What is that excellent name? One-word title is a man's name. Yep. A zombie film. What is that excellent name? Do you just add the one with title and the men's name afterwards after I've given you? <laughs> no, that's that's all here. That's all here. <laughs> that's it. It's all in my trusty word document. Uh, I don't know what this is. Uh, to to pull level. To pull level. After all the clues I've given you in my previous ones. There's definitely clues in that question. Yeah, I know. But it's it's a huge, <laughs> huge range of men's names. It's a British film. It's a British film. Made of forty five pounds. Forty five pounds. I wouldn't be able to guess this. Is it a first name or last name? First name. It's a great name. Is it Colin? It is Colin. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> See, we managed to do this better than the previous. We managed to get quiz. eight out of ten between us on zombies. Exactly, and you have solved my third question if you guessed the correct one. The I would. Tab. I would have. I would have got it right if I said the right answer. Yeah. How right you are. Well done, Colin. <laughs> Well, there we go. So it's a great draw. Um, and next time, you're not going to be happy. Um, although you may be. You, you mentioned Prime Vegetables and Zombies. Yeah. Um, Love and Friendship is coming out on DVD soon. Uh, next quiz is going to be on Jane Austen adaptations. Okay. You seem okay about that. Yeah. Fine. Um, next time... What? I'm more pleased today than you were on zombie films. <laughs> yes, that's true. Um, next time we're also uh, talking about Isla Fish and Amy Adams, unless that gets bumped again. What else are we talking about, Susan? Magnificent Seven. Magnificent Seven. We're going to watch it. And, and then hopefully we're gonna... talk about it. And then talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how this works. <laughs> but wait, there's more. 
Um, is there? There is. One of the films that people suggested as a sequel uh, was Groundhog Day. Oh. I think they were joking. Um, we will. We can cut this out if I'm wrong, but we were planning to uh, to have some recasting for next time. Yeah, right? we should do a recasting again. It's been a while. So um, sometimes on this podcast we suggest uh, films out there that we want to have recasting for. So we did it with Singing in the Rain um, and probably other films. Shawshank Redemption. Uh, so if making that film again, who would you want to star in it? You can change the genders, you can change the race, you can change the species. So it's just Bill Murray's character that you're trying to do? Well, I think so. For Groundhog Day, which you've not yet seen... Um, <laughs> Bill Murray's character, I think um, I, I'm going to go for Andy McDowell's character and probably even Stephen Toblowski's character, Okay. Ned Ryerson. Yeah, You'll I'm love him. Free bit of Martin. We'll watch that next time. But um, please send us who you'd like to play as characters. Uh, C to Z of movies at gmail.com or on Twitter at C to Z of movies. I'll put it on Facebook. <laughs> um, and we'll, we'll do that next time. Thanks for listening. Bye.